on the back porch i am steve scotch and we have the lovely and talented cat that's c-a-t cranking up the tunes cat what's happening hey how y'all doing we can be found on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast and all your premier podcast platforms the two towns we're going to shout out today are um one is cobbs creek virginia a little community there in matthews county cobbs creek Cobbs Creek. We used to go fishing out of there all the time on the Piankatank River. That's a great place to go to the river, summertime, near the Piankatank. Numer- also has a site of numerous uh, American Civil War actions. Our other town we're shouting at today is Mason, Ohio. Mason has various tourist attractions such as King Island Amusement Park, Silk City Water Park, Great Wolf Lodge Indoor Water Park, uh, and also the Linear Family Tennis Center, home of the Western and Southern Open. Giving y'all a big cheer. Wow, Cobbs Creek made it to two old guys on the back porch. That's pretty impressive. Alcohol is always here on the back porch, as you know. You know, some people say laughter is the best medicine, but I believe liquor is the best medicine. Hell, I think way back in the day, that was the medicine, was alcohol. Today, I'm sipping a Bud Light and listening to Try That in a Small Town. Is that okay? Are we allowed to drink what we want and listen to what music we want without being judged? Evidently not. Kat, what you got? I am just drinking uh, a Honey Deuce. It's the... Signature drink of the U.S. Open there at Flushing Meadows, New York. Um, Deuces. It just kind of started this week, and it's by the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be continuing on. You can watch it on ESPN or your Hulu. U.S. Open starts Monday. We'll be tuning in. All right. We, we really didn't want to do this one, but we had no choice. Look. We didn't find pickleball. Pickleball found us. And if you don't know what pickleball is, you're about to be dazzled and amazed. Okay. Amazement's coming our way. Pick a, pickleball is, by the way, every time I we say went, we pickleball, went the, we you went have to eat the, a pickle. We went from the U.S. <laughs> Open to pickleball? Really? Same thing. I, <laughs> I use the term sport loosely. Okay. I don't know. To me, it's sort of like a mix between tennis and ping pong. At least that's what I'm going to say it is. It, the area you play in, it's about the size of, what, a badminton court? Yeah, and probably. Everybody knows I kill at badminton. He's a pro. But the rules to pickleball, pretty simple. Doesn't require a whole lot of money to get into pickleball. Can we hit the uh, history with Steve button? I think it's this one. Okay. 
Pickleball actually began 60 years ago on an island, Bainbridge Island, in the state of Washington. Okay, you can turn that down or off. And it was, believe it or not, it was a congressman named Joel Pritchard and some other cat named William Bell. And let's not forget Barney McCollum. They, they noticed their kids were bored. And evidently it was three rich cats, right, probably on vacay. They went and played golf or something, came back, and the kids were all moping around. So they went probably in the rental, went back in the shed and found what they could. And... There was a couple badminton rackets and a wiffle ball. And they put up the badminton net, I guess, and had the kids hit the wiffle ball back and forth, and bam, the game was born. Now, the, the name Pickleball, it, it, I think they named it after their dog that was named Pickle. Pickle. And every time the ball would hit the ground, like Air Dog does, he he would pick it off, pick it up, and take off running with it. So that's how we got to pickleball. Now, the first pickleball rule book um, was published in 1984 by the U.S. Amateur Pickleball Association. Who knew? And by 1990, pickleball was being played in all 50 states. I didn't know that, but. The USA uh, Pickleball Association was established in 2005. So now it's big time. It's been a slow, steady climb to the top. I bet the people who were like batting the pickleball around years ago, they're like so proud now, right? Because it's, it's being shown on major networks. And again, we didn't go after pickleball. It came after us. I'm bumping around the channels. And there it is, weekend after weekend. Now, let's recognize it is the summer months. And Kat, what's on television during the summer? Not a whole hell of a lot. Basically nothing. You've got baseball, boring, and... Stars on Mars. NASCAR, which is soon to be dissolved. So hell... The Bachelorette. Why not show people pretty much standing flat-footed hitting a ball, plastic ball over a net on a little court. The okay. uh, 2023 APP Pickleball Participation Report released that 36.5 million people played pickleball Millies. at least once last year. That's 14% of the adult population. Six out of 10 of the players are male. We played once two weeks ago. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm noticing... Well, I actually watched a little bit of it, and the doubles, uh, there's, I don't know, there's really not much going on. It's a little boring. They just kind of stand there. They don't even have to move their feet. Doubles is a little boring. At least the singles matches, there's a little standing at the back and wailing, you know. Of course, ESPN during the summer months has has been showing just about anything, like if you remember the games we played as a kid, they're all sanctioned now. ESPN showed wiffle ball, a wiffle ball tournament 
I'm a big fan of wiffle ball, but I didn't know I would see it on tele- television. Did, did we watch kickball? Kickball was on. Big fan of kickball, right? And Third don't... grade, the teacher goes, we're going outside for recess. And all the dudes were like, hope we get to play kickball. It's on television. Okay. Of course, you know, the pitcher or whatever they call it that rolls the ball up to the kicker or whatever. They don't just roll it up there. This joker hums that thing up there, puts some <laughs> spin on it. It's bouncing. That shit ain't that easy. I watched it. I cannot believe it. I was watching kickball on television. Now, they showed a rock skipping contest. I'm not lying. There was dudes standing beside a body of water, and they were getting scored in points on how many times they could skip a rock. I don't know. I'm, I was waiting for horseshoes, and guess what? It showed up. Oh, my Lord. All right. So me and Kat were just overtaken by this pickleball phenomenon. So we had to get involved. So we went and bought this starter kit at some place called Academy. Academy Sports. If you don't know what the Academy is, Academy, they got one out here. I don't. It looks like it's just a drive-by, like it's going to be there for a little while. They got... Freaking everything in there. If you want to go camping, grilling, piles and rows of shoes, workout equipment, they got. They have all, a. If you're into grilling, there's an assortment of spices and <laughs> and uh, so, sauces that that go along with there. So the academy hooked us up with the starter kit. It was seventy bills. We got a net. Two paddles. I don't know if they're called rackets or paddles. Do you know what they're called? I'm feeling paddles myself. Okay. And we got a couple balls, which are basically big plastic wiffle balls, which we already had anyway. Now, we're lucky because we live at the end of a paved road, and there's nobody back here. So Lucky us. I went out there because I have nothing to do, and I, I measured off the pickleball court, which is like 22 wide, 44 long. And put little white lines. Then, oh, baby, I made us a pickleball it's court. quite excellent. And, and we put the net, and here we go. So we get out there. Of course, you got to remember, it's the boiling sun of Virginia. So it was Humidity. brutal out there. Now, as I predicted, I rule at pickleball. Okay. And his it's, own brain. It's all my years <laughs> on the tennis court that really helped me. And I, I noticed that Quite a few of the so-called pickleball pros do have a tennis background. Now, I don't know how you get to be called a pro, but uh, I don't know. I guess when you're, you win a tournament or something, I don't know. Supposedly, the pros are making like 50 to 100 grand a year playing tournaments. I mean, who knew? I didn't know. But anyway, pickleball, it's blowing up across the nation. Check check this out. Locally, right down the road from here, there's like this county-owned facility. And there's been like eight pickleball courts there for a few years. And it was crickets. I mean, it was a couple blue hairs over there, whatever. So me and a wifey go cruising by there, usually on Sunday when we go to lunch. And the blue hairs had some kind of tournament over there. Because if you didn't know... Pickleball is the envy of all the, what, 70-somethings or whatever? Right. They're all into this thing. They think it's exercise. And look, it's better than sitting on the couch. 
I'll give him that. So we look over there, and the place is a freaking madhouse. There's nowhere <laughs> to park. There's like a food truck they ordered. He couldn't even get in there. It was, it was bad shit crazy. And now, usually this park, they also have baseball and football, and a whole lot of cricket also goes down there. Dude's trying to play cricket on the baseball field over there, but they got shit mixed because <laughs> as part of my job, I have to watch and see what construction jobs come up for bid around this area. So I'm looking, and there's this job up for bid. Right after me and wifey drove by there and saw that the blue hairs were pissed because they they had a big tournament and there was no room, all of a sudden on the county line, uh, (laughs) hey, up for bid, we need somebody to come over here and shit mix the baseball field and add more parking and more pickleball courts. (laughs) I could not freaking believe it. So the blue hairs have spoken, okay? Somebody with some pull, they cried like a baby because their first we pickleball tournament pickleball was a disaster. Courts. I mean, it is too We need far. our pickleball courts now. Anyway. And, you know, just me, maybe we're taking pickleball a little too serious. I think we are. Some cities across the U.S., they're building these big, huge indoor arenas. I mean, this thing is blowing up, Okay. People, companies are pumping serious money into this thing. And as, as I told you before, the, the older cats are all into pickleball. And again, they're getting off the couch and they're pretending to be athletic. But check this out. I, I got a coworker who has a wife in the medical field. And the doctors over there where she works are, are, are bringing in bank because their business is blowing up from what? Pickleball Pickle, injuries. Pickleball injuries. Now. Torn meniscus. I'm not lying. ACLs. Okay, these old cats are standing there, barely moving two or three feet and swinging at a plastic ball. And it's taking its toll on the senior citizens. They are having all kinds of hip problems. I don't know. I, well, think, I think you it's need hilarious. to check whether or not you're actually being able to do activities before you go into this i think grandpa needs to do some stretches before he gets out there so anyway there you go you're welcome uh like i said me and wifey we're gonna get out there on the pickleball court and keep it going it, it was fun it hopefully was, raleigh won't take the ball it was nothing wrong with it no. it was it was batting no. it back and forth i didn't have a problem with it so hey if you're into it go for it uh, just remember, pickleball's coming to a town near you. All right. Let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right. This week, it is Ben Rains, 64 years old from Harlem, New York. And actually, that's not his name. His name is Irving Rhymes. Right. Um. Irving Rhymes. Uh, Stanley Tucci is the one that gave him the name Ving. Mm-hmm. Stanley Tucci. You know, the guy that went out to Italy and did all the cooking and stuff? Yeah. So, Vin... He, he went to school with him there at Juilliard and stuff. Oh, okay. He basically has the greatest voice in the history of mankind, doesn't he? That dude's voice. Uh, he's done Broadway. He's done everything. He does Arby's. He does. He's the. I'm voice getting for, to that. Sorry. He's what Mission Mission Impossible. Right. I think he's all over that thing. But again, 
here we go. Cat just brought it up. The reason he's here is because of his Arby's commercials. I didn't know it was him. You I didn't know it, it was him. That, that's been going for a few years now. We have the meat. Well, and Go ahead. I just remember him as Marcellus Wallace there in Pulp Fiction. Wow, you're just going to stomp on my whole thing. All right. <laughs> Pulp Fiction, I don't care what anybody says. It's it's a freaking classic, isn't it? Yeah. That that movie is awesome. And he's got so many one-liners in that thing. Um, what? You hear me talking hillbilly boy? <laughs> and the best one ever was um No, wait a second. It was another one. We don't think, we want to know. But, again, the, the best one ever is when he said, I'm going to get medieval on your ass. And I can't, I can't do, Ben, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. You, you got to hear this guy. He, he is so freaking awesome. He, he did win a Golden Globe uh, in 1998 for uh, Best Actor and Don King, only in America miniseries and that makes ben reigns one tough son of a bitch are we watching something we are watching and i don't know why i'm continuing to watch sports stuff on netflix but i had to watch this one uh i watched johnny football about johnny manzel and if you thought johnny manzel was a complete asshole this whole documentary confirms it. Johnny Manziel was this great football player. Texas A&M? Texas A&M. It was like the first time they were in the big uh, conference. What's the big conference there in the South? The Big 12 the big, or, I don't know, SEC. SEC. First year there in SEC, he's on the team. He's playing for the Aggies. He's this hot shot uh, football player f- from Texas. Um, and he, you know, he has a... Really running gun, I would call it. Offense. Offensive. He took him down the field. They scored 50 a game. Little short dude, but you couldn't catch him. He even won the Heisman, didn't he? I don't know. Yes, he won the Heisman. So he got drafted by Cleveland? Cleveland, right. Cleveland always gets the losers. Cleveland always (laughs) gets the losers. Anyway, and but before that, they're trying to get him, you know. He's a big partier. That's all he wants to do. He's going around the country. He's like this famous high college, high school. You know, he's he's making friends with Drake and stuff. He's, you know, he's think he's big. You know, he's also sell, selling memorabilia on the side. This was all while he was in college, while which he was, was all college. illegal, but nobody cared. Just play the game, win the games, move on to the pros. That's all they want. And that's course, when it all went tits up. Everybody in Texas wants him to play for a Team Dallas, in Texas, Dallas, Houston. Houston. He goes to the fancy uh, country club there in Houston trying to impress some alumni, you know, and investors there in, in Houston. And he sits there and has a complete fit in, th- in the middle of the country club, throwing golf clubs and this, that, and the other. Wasted. Wasted as can be, Okay. So then it's time to go to the combine where you get in front of the other teams and show what you can do. Even though he's this legendary, you know, he and the other two guys who was supposed to, you know, do passes with go and get completely drunk. 
And so the next day, he's got his agent and another guy who he's having to throw passes to. Yeah, just so they can get a look. Right. Um, Johnny Manziel was used to doing whatever he wanted when he wanted because nobody ever told him no. No one ever told him. Especially Daddy. Daddy never told him no. His dad's about as big a loser as he is. And the apple didn't fall far from the tree. So he goes to the pros and he just bombed and fell out. Where is he at now? He's living at home with mom and dad. Good, I'm glad. And anyway, I mean, he was such a mess. He would like, even when he was with Cleveland, he would go party in like Vegas and do drugs and, you know. take the all nighter. Yeah, take the all-nighter, come back to Cleveland and maybe play a little football. But the guy was just, and he's just. It's called entitled. He never had to work for anything. Again, he was a hell of a college quarterback. That right. tells you the difference between the college and the pros. Right. It's it's like, you know, his shit never stunk until he found out, guess what? Your shit does stink. Yeah, I saw a little bit of what Kat's talking about. Is that on ESPN? It is on Netflix. Netflix. It's Johnny called, Football. Yeah, Johnny's not. I think he's playing arena football now. He's playing for the... For I the, don't know. All it showed is him hanging out with his bros at his parents' house. And them am going, oh, he's been through so much. Yes. Like, really? We really? wish him nothing but bad luck. All right. We're going to roll right into Shot of the Week. It's called the Green Tea Shot. But don't let the name fool you because there's no tea in okay. this shot. The Jameson Whiskey Company invented this green tea shot. And I've had several bartenders online say, you know, what they really should do is go and take this shot and put it in like a, a serving thing like you do pre-manufactured cocktails right just to make it easier to serve the green tea shot it's not that hard you got your shaker filled with ice you got a half shot of jameson's yes a half shot of peach schnapps and a half shot of sweet and sour mix not bad it's uh, sour mix oh it's not sweet and sour no sorry whiskey peach schnapps and sour mix put them in your shaker shake the shit out of it and pour it in your shot glass, and then are we supposed to top it with something? Yes, I topped it with seven up. Gotcha. Bam! You got the green tea shot. Cats made us a couple. It looks pretty good. Let's see what we got. Damn, this is a full shot here. That's good. Damn, that's not bad. Of course, I saw this and on Jameson's. I got nothing for that. Real Housewives in New Jersey did this into Tennessee, but What's it's not do? bad. Woo. All right. The green tea shot. Give it a go. That wasn't bad. Thank you, Kat. You're welcome. All right. This week we were bumpered in. This one's a little weird. The band of the week is called the Avalanches. Formed in 1997 from Melbourne, Australia. And if you haven't heard this stuff by the Avalanches, you need to hear it. Me and the wife were coming home from somewhere a couple months ago when this song comes on Sirius uh, Radio. And I turn it up and I go, who, who the fuck is this? And it, it was the Avalanches, which back in the day... I mean, this is saying it's featuring G M G M T and Johnny Marr. So. Okay, it was like three or four or five dudes basically in a studio in Australia. Making these this like uh, I don't know call it seventies style kind of funk disco dance music. I, that's what I'm calling it. 
I don't even know what to call it. That's it, but it's freaking genius. I mean, they, they use it's, tons it's of ele- samples. It's a, called an electric music collective. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of dudes just working it out in the studio. Their first album since I left you, it, it came out twenty three years ago. And it's been called a masterpiece. It's entirely made of <laughs> 3,500 samples of obscure records, movies, and television shows. Well, they call when you use all these samples, which usually I'm totally against. Oh, you, you don't uh, like Totally it. against it, but they, don't call like it, they call it plunder phonics. Right. And supposedly the avalanches are the masters at this stuff. Um, Their next concert, if you want to call it, is the Maritime Green in North Shore, Australia. Okay. That album you were talking about, would you say it had 3,500 3, samples? 3,500 samples, obscure records. I don't care what it had. This stuff jams, okay? Because I'm me, uh, wherever you go, since I left you, I'm just naming some songs that I listen to. Start talking to a tra- stranger. The Avalanches are, are they're hinting at doing some new music. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, if they're out playing concerts, maybe they are. Yeah. I mean, today we were bumpered in uh, today with a song called The Divine Chords. Um, I think Kat mentioned it. Johnny Marr's been on some stuff. So has uh, MGMT. MT, right. They've been on some stuff. Anybody who knows somebody are, already knows about the Avalanches. So check out the Avalanches wherever you get your music. This stuff, it is a trip. Uh, We want to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya.